Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. All right, cheers. Cheers! Cheers! Hi, everybody. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And welcome to 51 First Dates, the podcast that started as a dating project and now is just, you know, a big fat conversation about dating, etc. You may have heard a third voice. We are incredibly lucky to have a repeat guest back, a very requested guest, Savannah Engel. Thank you for joining us. Oh, hey, y'all. What's up? What's up? I'm here. Oh, my God. Already on the bourbon. We've already. Oh, yes. Savannah and I are having bourbon on the East Coast where it's 5 p.m. It's it's a dress and drink. You know what I mean? It's a dress and drink. Where, a dress I don't know, what is a dress and drink? Oh, no, a dress and drink. Oh, my God, it's a very different thing. A oh dress and drink is always, you always have a drink when you're getting dressed. <laughs> oh always. You have to have a dress and Savannah, drink. I want your family to adopt me. I want, well, I mean. You know it. who's like the firm believer? My friend Taylor, her mother is like from Kentucky, so, so Southern. And she is always like, ladies, ladies, you need a dress and drink. Oh, my God. It's amazing. I am obsessed with that because it's a thing that I do pretty often, and now I have a name for it. No, which it's makes a dress and drink. Like, it's ugh. like the beer in the shower. A, yeah, the know? shower beer. Just yeah. Yeah. Through it. Yeah, it sounds so it. much more lovely. It's very a good. Cocktail. Like, pre-date cocktail. I did that Everyone. all the time anyway. Yep. Everyone should have a dress and drink. Yeah. It's perfect, especially since right now Savannah and I are both feeling very, like, um, like lightly yeah. hungover Sunday Y'all, vibes in our sweatpants. I had a party pants. last night. Looks like a damn. It looks like a graveyard of death, of booze and alcohol and old food in my apartment right now. Like I somehow threw a party last night, and like 150 people or something showed up. Maybe I ever did it in my one bedroom apartment in the West Village, but whatever, it's fine. <laughs> I made. I walked outside and I was like, it is World War Three out there. I walked up. I woke up, I took a Xanax, I was like, the day will not win. <laughs> you will not seize the day today, Savannah. You get, and I walked out, so I took a Xanax, so obviously it's like the day is over. And I walked in to my house to like try to go to the bathroom, and I just gave up on peeing. I went right back into, the, right back into bed. I was like, I can't, I can't. I'm amazed you're here today. You're glowing. I am. You do not look literally well, like I feel like you look like me on a pretty good day. Bless <laughs> you. Well, like no, it's because today I went and got eyelash extensions and got my foot massaged. Oh, that's and that so kind of nice. changed the game. That's a good turnaround. Yeah. And that's like even though like my eyes are super swollen and there's like red shot and they're probably bleeding internally. <laughs> I look Wide awake and fluttery with I these mean, pretty lashes. It's amazing. It's you magical, do. Truly. Jesus. Like, I, I'm not that hungover, and I look like shit right now, because I'm like... <laughs> Be safe. We are all in sweatpants. Guys, I think we're all doing our best, and I think we I'm should I'm just embrace, trying to thrive. And um, it's pouring <laughs> rain in New York. It is disgusting outside. It's vile outside. Um, however, we're here. I'm impressed that we all made it. Hot uh, damn. If you're just joining us, Savannah was on our podcast maybe like a year, over a year ago. She was an mm-hmm. early first guest. And has absolutely been our I most... I was first re- season. Yes, fully. <laughs> first season, like maybe like episode 20, somewhere in the 20s. And we have had so many requests to have her back since then. So we're super fucking psyched to have you. Thank you for being here. Oh, I'm pumped to be here. Uh, we're also going to potentially be joined mid-podcast oh, yeah. by oh, yeah. a special guest star. Get ready for the special guest star, gang. Which is Savannah's sister, Alexa. Alexa's coming on. And honestly, I don't even want to talk. I just want to listen to you guys talk. We're just both nonsense. Like I'm, It's like my personality and like a much smarter person. My sister is 
so much smarter than me. And it's just like, you know, it's a hoot to holler. Ugh. You're going to have a grand old time <laughs> listening. Holler. I feel oh like that God. needs to be the episode title. Just a hoot and a holler. Please. That's what we're going to call it. Literally, holler. I'm writing it down. A hoot and a holler with Savannah <laughs> and Alexa. And Alexa's um, in, coming into town from Mississippi, correct? So she can talk yeah, to us so about she, Mississippi dating, dating in Mississippi. Yes. Yeah. Yes, queen. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. In the meantime, we're going to talk a little bit about, like, green flags, which are the opposite of red flags. Right. We're going to talk about, I mean, honestly, probably red flags, even though, even though that's not I the theme I don't even know episode. how to find the green flags. <laughs> I'm really bad at this, y'all. I mean, it's, I I'm think a it's terrible not judge intuitive of to see any flags. Like, I feel like right? the flags are 20 feet above our head and no one's, like, looking up. The red ones and the green ones. It's Correct. just hard to see them. So mm-hmm. we're going to try to deconstruct them. As three smart together ladies, we're going to try to be like to label some of them and talk about them, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to talk about hopefully dating in Mississippi and all kinds of other fun stuff. And I also, she's like, coming in hot from LaGuardia. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to go. You better uh, have some brown water waiting for her because that is, that is very nice of her to do to come. <laughs> well, yes. I told her, I was like, look, my apartment's getting cleaned right now. A bomb went off in there. You have nowhere to put your things. Just come here. <laughs> so come on a podcast. Oh, I'm, I'm like, very jealous that I'm in I have all my bags. We were just like, come, come, yeah, come. Also, I think she's only coming for three days and yet she has two checked luggage pieces and a carry-on. It's confusing you got to turn some looks i do, uh, why in god's name does she have that much luck? oh wow alexa's already here oh, hang on alexa's holy shit here. hang on we're gonna let her in one sec um all right everyone we just had a little random break it's because mm-hmm. alexa samana's sister arrived from hello, mississippi hello. thanks for joining us we're so happy yeah, you're here thank you. happy to be here this is good it's great. It's great. <laughs> We're going to talk Southern dating. It's oh going to be fantastic. God. It's going to be incredible. Also, I feel so bad because I feel, <laughs> I feel like you landed. Literally, like everyone listening, Alexa came here from the airport. Savannah was just like, just come here and you'll talk on this podcast. And you are so game. <laughs> I feel like. I was like, just come, Alexa. She was like, I have bags. I got, they have a doorman. It's fine. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to. <laughs> we really appreciate it though i would not be such a good sport alexa so thank you for being here <laughs> can't wait for mom and dad to listen hi mom and dad hi mom and dad. Oh, daddy ingle everybody follow at daddy ingle he's a huge influencer he he does have a really great instagram presence i, I enjoy greatly um so ladies uh oh my god that sounded so fucking weird um we we i don't know i just like ladies uh we usually start every episode or like introduce our guests by asking for a worst first date story so savannah last time you were here we talked about your first date at wogies where (laughs) i passed out in the into the wings and then threw up the wings and then ended up covered. Yeah, it was a long <laughs> and beautiful this story. This Texas or here? No, this was here. I think it was down the street. I swear to God, I think Thanks about you. Thanks for not you. listening to my podcast, <laughs> I Alexa. love you so much. I think about you every time I go to Wookiees, with no exaggeration. Good. It is I mean, now associated with that story for me forever. Yeah, me being with the multi... T- uh, it was really... Still, you know, I ran into that guy recently and I was... He just like Still to this day, he has a wife and a ch- and a baby, and like looks at me with like utter fear. Like he <laughs> he literally turned white as a ghost when I saw him a few weeks ago, and I was like, I just we looked at each other, and I was like, I'll just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's the dream. I want someone to be afraid of me from a first day. Actually, yeah. there's one or two people out there who I yeah, keep I'm gonna around. Okay, <laughs> since then, I mean, I've had several terrible dates. I had one relationship that was terrible. Um, a friend actually started dating him right after, which keeps happening. 
Um, and then I had another Jeez. relationship for like two years. Now another friend is dating him. It's like a theme in my life. Anyway, so what is a bad date that I've had? Gosh darn it, gang. <laughs> it can also happen to a friend. Any, any, oh, like, we will or accept Or to Alexa. Any. Alexa, no pressure. Alexa, you're, you need to do it. <laughs> okay, yeah. I know Forget it's good. Mine. This is my, so, my first and only, like, I, I really didn't, I got into the dating scene later on. Um, did the Bumble thing. This first one was, um, it was my first date with, uh, the guy that I'm seeing now. Okay. And we, um. Wait, real quick. This is in Mississippi, right? This is in Mississippi. What town or yes. city? This is in Jackson, Mississippi. Okay. It's the capital of our fine state. Alexis in dental school there. If anybody ever needs a good dentist. Please Alexa Engel, MD, Please. or um, DDM. Especially if you need crowns. Can you move to New York? Because I have the most blown out teeth of well, anyone in the entire can world. I just, <laughs> teeth is actually the first. Because I'm a daughter. We're daughters of an orthodontist. Yeah, Daddy Engel is, is an orthodontist. Oh, I didn't mm. know that. Not only is he a tamer of wild women <laughs> since 1984. <laughs> per his Instagram bio. He also... <laughs> <laughs> straightens teeth for a Straighten, straightens teeth <laughs> and so it's so wild but that's the first okay here's two things that gross me out about people teeth poor teeth it's like the first thing I see yeah. I don't mean to but I just blatantly just stare like at it zero and in. like I can tell when people didn't wear their retainer bread and, into you oh my god and I can tell that their canine is not where their canine should be <laughs> and that their mouth is offset I know if they you know it's a whole it's thing rough. it's rough yeah. and then ears ears are disgusting Ooh. I hate it when a guy like kisses my ears. Yeah. I think it's disgusting. I don't like it when their tongue doesn't stay in their mouth. Like, I feel I'm weird. I'm weird. Some their ear. find it like sexy. Like, if, oh no, I just like, oh, you, you mean were like saying actually things that, French kissing someone? No, 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 no. I don't mean French kissing. Like, okay, so there's, <laughs> I really hope they never listen to this. Oh there's this beautiful oh boy this in our dental. Well, there's this beautiful boy in our dental class. Mm-hmm. Adore him. Wonderful. <laughs> and um, he just got engaged, so, so it's fine. Uh, and he's stunning. He's like Chris Hemsworth with red hair. Ugh. So, but when he thinks a ginger, his a ginger, it's like, it's like, like Auburn. I would give it Auburn. Um, and it's when he thinks his like tongue is like kind of just, it, it's like his thinking face. His tongue is just like hanging out and like running over his lips. This isn't sexual. This is just you this don't is like just people's a tongues. regular. I think they belong in the mouth. A preference. I feel this way too. And okay, I feel like a lot of people, children of the '90s, had like sexual awakening to LL Cool J videos because of the way he licks his lips. Like I feel oh. like that's a thing that a lot of people reference. Is like the that is LL a very good point. Cool J yeah. lick lip. That is a very good I point. I always thought it was gross. Me I was too. Like, I yeah. think you're like too much. I, like I don't want to see your tongue. Yeah. Don't lick your lips. I don't. Think that'll also chop them. I thought he was. Some people love it though. Some yeah. people. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, like. I swear to God, I have seen so many people cite LL Cool J licking his lips as their sexual awakening. <laughs> I did like a, I worked on a video series that was like about sexual awakenings, yeah. and like seven people said that. So it's a thing that people like. Sure. And I always thought LL Cool J was a fucking cutie, but that every time he did it, I was like, Ugh. it's like too much. <laughs> I don't know, too much. And I can tell you, as a dental student, the oral check cavity. yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, is. Literally, exactly. I'm trying not to go into like dental stuff oh my god like holding back we're gonna talk offline about this because i love talking about teeth however <laughs> so anyway like tell Angle, us about your date hard, in jackson you're oh, on yeah, bumble yeah. Oh, yeah. okay so we're back All i right. mean and you tricked him into dating you i That's did good. obviously and this didn't even require bumble like it wasn't even a like digital thing he just we saw each other at a bar but anyway so we go on this first date first we're all late 
And we were supposed to go for ramen night, and that was really lovely, and um, didn't work out. We had to meet each other. There's ramen in Jackson. There's ramen in Jackson in Mississippi. I do not believe you. It's super, it's super hip. The bowls are really large, and it's every Monday night at this uh, Saltine's Oyster Place. Oh. Yeah. It's really yummy, though. An oyster bar that sells ramen. Yes. yes. Sounds, we, sounds about right. <laughs> we really <laughs> like to keep our themes um, consistent. So we get to, uh, so we don't, I, I end up having to pick up the ramen dinner. And so we end up actually eating ramen in his car outside of the movie theater before we go in and then wait, after wait, that, wait, yeah, wait, pause. so all right, ramen so, in a car is very first difficult. First of all, I just need to briefly interject and say that I once suggested that people like a first date like a first date would ramen would be a good thing cuz you kind of eat it quickly and then all of our listeners immediately like we're like, what are you talking about? Watching someone eat ramen is disgusting. And I was like, yes, 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 yes. So ramen dates are already ramen first dates are already a controversial topic on fifty one okay. first dates. I see your point. I see your point. Yeah, but ramen in a car—that's kind of like <laughs> that is next level. I think yeah, it was actually really what. It's just next level. Why, it's just like the difficulty of eating ramen. Car? So I was, I was like, he was like, oh, like so, like I can't make it back. I can't make it back in time. And he was kind of like freaking out. He was trying to get off work early because he was so excited about the date. And um, he didn't end up getting to go to get off work early. So I said, OK, well, I'll just pick up the ramen and I'll bring it to the date. So I got ramen to go. Um, and then, yeah, so we end up um, I meet him there and I bring the ramen from my little forerunner into his uh, little little Ford something. I don't know what Ford Escape. He's got Ooh. on a scape, yeah, it's real good. Ooh. And uh, it's one of those Ooh. cars. I'm so sorry, don't. And um, he does. So Pretty we, sure my we, Uber just dropped me off at a Ford Escape. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we end up, yeah, we start like taking out all the pieces and everything about ramen is like you know separated out. They didn't like put it all together. So that that was our first like really encounter that wasn't surrounded by people in a bar drinking alcohol. Was us together eating ramen in his car, like. And trying to just fit in this little Ford Escape that he drives. And um, after that, we proceed to go uh, see a movie that we thought was going to be like a comedy. It looked really intriguing. And I don't know, has anyone seen Bad Times at Casino Royale? No. No. So I tried to watch it on the plane and it's <laughs> the worst. I don't know. Either way, ends up in the movie, they're like, get trapped in part of this cult. And people get murdered. And then everyone almost dies at the end of the movie. And so that was our first date. It was ramen in a car <laughs> and bad times at Casino Royale. Wait, or that's El your Camino. first date that's story? It. That's all I have. Are you kidding? I know. It's not that's even that good. Word. Alexa, you, you've got to have a st- Why don't you tell the story about when you blacked out and you ended up at... Um... So I have narcolepsy. <laughs> and um... Guys, will, will your parents adopt me? Because I'd like to be at Christmas with you guys, please. Why don't ideally. you tell the story about when you showed up at, like, you-know-who's door, like, dying outside? <laughs> Wait, trust. Which won't... one? Oh. You showed up at him. Bless him. Oh, oh my God. He's still single. That's what I think he's still single. Okay. And that's I... one of your most embarrassing stories. Most embarrassing stories. So we've got to go. Like, you're an embarrassment. Embrace it. Yeah. So that was the worst story ever. It was terrible. Okay. So we were trying not you have to a cute date out. story with your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> So my um, I we have. Oh my god! I like that Alexa had no choice but to come on this podcast (laughs) and no choice but to tell this story. Now we're dragging it all out. So it's a sorority formal. We're all really excited. It's one of like the first two that we've been to, and um, I get all dressed up. I've got my hair done. It's like Texas hair. It's all sprayed and curled. 
And um, I'm, I, you know, we all meet at the pregame. He picks me up. We drive over back to the uh, little Sarara house. And then, um, you know, everyone's having good times. And then, uh, yeah, so I basically tell him it's time to go to the, um, it's time to go to the formal. And I told him that I just need to go to the bathroom. And essentially, I never come back. <laughs> Blatantly never come back. He's waiting at the bottom stair of our little sorority house. And I um I I never show up again. And he thinks that I just like bla- left him, but I'm falling asleep <laughs> trying to t- on the toilet, teasing my hair. <laughs> and um so that was that was it. You know, you fall asleep like as a narcoleptic. Sometimes you fall asleep on a couch talking on the phone. I happen to fall asleep. Um do we have to say the toilet? I feel like that's... I mean, 100%. 100% this toilet is what makes the story. Mom and dad are never listening to this podcast. At least this episode. Fine. So, yeah. So, oh um, uh, I never really lived that one down. He obviously never asked me out on a date again. I didn't... Um, I texted him the next day and I was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't even have, like, the narcolepsy, like, excuse back then. I was undiagnosed. I just seemed like a drunkard. So, that was lovely. But that's my... Yeah, my first day with that lovely boy was um, me falling asleep and and never coming back. That's incredible. And just, my, just dishing him. My worst terrible. first date is also at a sorority formal. <laughs> like truly, like it's a it's a time when they ask a bunch of children to dr- get so drunk they can't stand, mm-hmm. and then yeah. go somewhere nice. Mm-hmm. Like who? It's a, it's the worst conceived idea of a night. <laughs> like send us to a zoo. Like, yeah. It's not like. Much better. They did, um, what it, I remember one time they would do formals at the Museum of Art. Um, I think it was like the Nasher in Dallas. Yeah. And, yeah. and I was, I was not one of the attendees to that formal, but I remember like he, people came back from that, that formal and just the stories of like priceless pieces that get like taken care of. It's Jesus. not really great. Oh my God. So my great. whole sorority got kicked out of the W Hotel in downtown Chicago. We got the whole, <laughs> all of us, like 200 people just with all bl- our dates. Just like bust them back in the out middle of the formal. They were like, we, we, you're done. We're done. Like, we're yeah, done. it's too much. And we all had to fucking leave and our buses weren't there. And we, like, not enough people were overage to to bars. Well so we all, like, a lot of people were Oh my God. This is y'all, pre- but thanks, time. Y'all, yeah, I broke my like... nose at a sorority formal and then talked my dad into getting me a nose job, being like, I'm ugly. <laughs> When in reality, all they had to do was reset. And I was like, but daddy, I'm so ugly. He goes, well, sweetie, that can't happen. No, we were animals. I was an animal. I was a drunken animal. I almost don't want to have children because I just feel like. No, here's what's going to happen. Our children are going to like judge us the whole time. They're going to be these like introverted, like responsible kids who are just going to be like, mom, it's time to sit down. Yeah, they're going to own gonna businesses like, when yep. they're in college. You're like shit. throw yeah. things at them. just, yeah. And they're like, mom, you're being immature. <laughs> like, what? I hate you. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, truly. Oh, um, I don't think I actually, I think I just passed out in the bathroom. It wasn't on the toilet. I passed out like I was teasing my hair. And then I like <laughs> sat down right by like in front of the sink. And I just never stood up. I mean, I mean, I feel like I did that in college without any narcolepsy just because I drank too much. So yeah. it's kind of nice that you had like end up having <laughs> I no had way an to explain actual it. actual excuse. This is good. See, dad, I'm narcoleptic. Yeah, yeah exactly. see, dad, I'm a functional person. Yes, he's, he, he understands. He's in, the, he's in the kind of general medical field. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So 
Alexa, something we were talking about right before you arrived was like, we're going to do a light chat about green flags, like the opposite of red flags. Oh. And like also probably red flags. We are the worst people to know. No, but this is perfect because I feel like I don't know how to label them. I only date crazy people. And the (laughs) fact that I am like, she does. <laughs> I do. Like, I obviously do not know what a green and a red flag God, looks I like. I wish everybody could see both of your faces right now. <laughs> well, this is good. I mean, okay. So Alexa be like, <laughs> it's true. It's Alexa's true. eyes are so wide. Um, <laughs> Should so we start with you, red flags then and then just try to think of the opposite of them? I, like, yeah, I don't know. This is like, one, I what like is a green sometimes flag? Sometimes you meet people that are just... But like, you're in a healthy relationship now. I I'm am. an extreme... It seems to be... I mean, it's a very new it's relationship. New, it's new, But it's like very healthy. <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like not we crying. So Sorry. I feel like, yeah, we're on air. Um, it's okay. So- Sorry. Um, I feel like I'm like, and I'm not doing like, I'm crazy, right? I'm not going to lie. But I'm yeah. not like crazy. I'm going to poke a hole in a condom crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can never leave me. You know what I mean? Like, not that kind of crazy. <laughs> but like, <laughs> look. No, I, I mean, agree. Who- I feel the same way. Sorry to jump in, but like, I feel like, like Weirdly, I'm a if I'm being crazy, it's actually like a big red flag. If I'm texting crazy, like within, I feel like I'm in my first healthy relationship ever right now, and Same. I'm not a crazy person because I'm not as worried Same. about him. Well, see, I spiral with him it. all the time, but he here's the difference: he finds my twenty text spirals, which is really just my mind, like not. It's just my thoughts coming out onto a page, which is like, oh well, here's this and this Without and this and this. Any grammatical this. editing? Oh no, the there's no, gra- no. Gra- grammar is for losers. <laughs> Anyway, um, no, and it's like he finds it endearing and cute and funny, <laughs> which would is confusing because almost anyone else would be like, "Peace out, B." <laughs> I mean, I think that's the whole thing is finding like, someone, someone that's yeah, yeah, who like thinks your particular brand of crazy is great, yeah. is fantastic, and love it, and fascinated with it, and and understands how wonderful you. Are. Hey, back to our theme of the podcast: hoot and a holler. A Who and a Holler with Savannah and Alexa, which also I think might be now you guys' podcast. Like, yeah, okay, you need to start that podcast. Alexa, if you move here, I'll produce, we'll produce it. it. Okay, I'm perfect. Happy. Wait, perfect. should we start Excellent. a podcast? Yeah, if you do here, we should start a podcast. That would be fun. We're hoots. We yeah. are. And we're hollers. <laughs> like, truly. Um, okay. okay, let's so start. So we're talking about green flags? Green well, flags. here's the thing. Here's a question for you guys. If we're going to start with red flags and work our way backwards. Okay. Alexa, okay. I want you guys to do this for each other. So, Alexa, do you... Oh have red flags that you think happen a lot in Savannah's relationships that she doesn't Do see. It. <laughs> yeah, there she's got an opinion. When they okay, so it's like when she starts sending us screenshots of all their text messages. I would just like to say that can I say that? Yeah, I do. Whoever's dated me, my mother and father have read everything. Yeah. The, well, it's like, that's like when we don't hear from her, like that's something it's like we also like not only is like it's consuming It's a family chat. Mind, it's a family chat. And so it's like we're all involved. And and it's it's almost tiring from like a third party perspective. But it's um, like it's like where dad texts her mom's phone. It's like dad here. Yes. <laughs> Here's my thoughts on the above. <laughs> Oh, my God. Because, heaven forbid, he uses his own phone because he has no idea where it is. And it's like, Dad here, I really think you need to calm down. (laughs) Just, like, take a step back. Because Savannah, it is. It's very, like, stream of consciousness. Like, it's very, what is that? William Faulkner is very stream of consciousness. Savannah's, Mm -hmm. like, sticking with her roots there. And that's how she texts messages. Mm Mm-hmm. Like 100%, Faulkner. just like nonstop. Yeah, I Faulkner. am. I am Faulkner. She is Faulkner. One hundred percent. 
honestly, like, I feel like you guys need a documentary. <laughs> I would watch it. I feel like I'm listening to this podcast. I'm sitting here just like, okay, what else? <laughs> what else wait, Alexa, on? wait to talk about, because you know all my relationships well, and you know everything. What, the funniest thing that happens is when Savannah <laughs> is... I know that she's like kind of not giving the guy the time of day because what they'll do will be at like a bar or something and they'll sit because they can't like really hand like sometimes you meet the guys that can't like they're they're just like they're intimidated, which is great. You you know, it's not it's not a bad thing for them to be intimidated by my sister. I think it's wonderful. She's gorgeous and lovely. No, but like they'll sit me down at a bar and like she'll be off like chatting with people. And so they've now kind of like sat beside me. It's happened to me like I kid you not like five, six times. And they'll be like, okay, so. I really care about your sister, but I just think that, like, I feel like I can't get through. I feel like I, you know, and you can just, like, see where these are men that I'm dating or want to date me. Both. Like, but usually want to date. They're like, do you think she cares about me? Like, do you think, (laughs) like, I can't, I can't tell. Like, it's, it's like they've had, like, kind of, like, they've been jostled by Savannah and they're, like, still, like, that's like a tuning fork. You know, when you like hit it up against a table and their mind is still buzzing. And so like, so, yes. <laughs> so, but it's a wonderful buzz and they're all along for the ride, but they do, they'll like sit me down and be like, okay, so here's what I think. Here's how I think I should approach it with your sister. And they're like trying to get like my input. So I guess I don't see that as a red flag, but I see it as a green. Those are green flags. These are green flags. Yeah. Somebody that actually wants to be with me. Actually does. They care. Yeah. Well, also. Someone that would like take their dudishness away. But they're also like kind of like harried. They've got. Sometimes they have this like harried look and they're like just wanting advice on like how to (laughs) love and. Okay, how do I say this? Are they like a little bit insecure? No, it's good. Or is that um, too aggressive? Yeah, they're a little bit insecure. Okay. Because also Savannah's like one of those people. It's like she walks into the room and like she takes over. She's like shining and like so it's. It's very, it's very good. It's very, um, and you kind of, that's one thing is like, I've been waiting for this guy to come along who like wants her to shine, Yeah, you know, and I can look at kind of all my serious relationships. They really didn't want me to shine. Well, the best, the best thing for me is to watch them when you're doing your thing and watching their face. Like, are they put off? Are they intimidated? And they don't like that she's shining I want someone that is, I can see in their face, they like look at their and they're proud. They look at her and they're like mesmerized. Mes- oh my God. Hold on. Mesmerized. Uh, whiskey. Oh, uh, uh. um, but mesmerized <laughs> as to how, you know, how the, she's working a room and how she's saying too. wonderful wait, things. Wait, wait, wait. So. By the way, guys, I brought the whiskey into into the room we're recording just so we had it available. Savannah just poured me. Can you see this? I, I, Good. Give, give her that booze. I'm about it's to go get I think I want We call that a after, jigger in After Savannah, Savannah came in and was like, I can't, I can't, like, drink like I did last night. I was like, oh, my God, me? <laughs> well, this, I, trust you know, me, this isn't like I drank last night. I'm really. This is just a dead drink. <laughs> I'm really enjoying the tradition of us um, finishing a bottle of brown water. I'm genuinely so sad that, that I can't be water. There. I Wait, like, y'all, I'm sorry. The first time I came on this path, we didn't finish a bottle of bourbon. We finished a freaking handle of makers <laughs> in an hour. It was, and it was, We are three small girls. Like, none of us are really over 5'6". No. Like, we're not big. Like, we're not big. It was, was, it was very dark. Night. I think I we, like... wasted. If you listen to the end of the podcast, I'm drooling. <laughs> <laughs> we, like, pretended we gave the sound guy stuff, but we, like, really didn't. <laughs> He had, like, one, he was, he was working harder than we he were. Was he was horrified. He had, like, one polite little glass of whiskey. And he I think was he horrified just was by like, us. He looked at me and was like, at times he was crying laughing. Yeah. <laughs> because he was just like, what? Where did you find this creature? But, like, 
Anyway, sorry, Alexa. No, what are the red flag or what red flag? You see a lot of red flags. You're always like, get out. Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. Well, it's just like, and I feel, oh God, I feel Go like specific. what's too personal, like Savannah, no, do personal because nobody do listens. Personal. Okay, I mean, so do, girls listen. Girls listen. My okay. exes aren't listening. So it's when Savannah like. It's yeah, it's when People she's like spiraling on the text messages and she's asking us a lot of questions. Well, sometimes she'll be like, do you think do you think? And we're like, we haven't even met him yet, but we're working on it. Like, she'll um, let me think about it. Like how no, but like how to get out of a bad relationship, how to get out of a bad relationship. Like you see me when things are going south. I've seen the, I've seen this powerful woman um, not I, I don't know, like where we got to this point, but she is a powerful, stunning woman. And the, in that last, I guess, last. You, it's I don't it? fucking care. In the last relationship, <laughs> it's something like you could tell that he was like sucking the life out of her. To other people, he's a lovely gentleman, lovely person. And he's but a good in, person. He is he a good is. person. But in the, their relationship, in, in my, their relationship, he took my spark. He did. He I had a spark, spark in and, my soul, and then it dwindled to like well, a. Well, but it was like come, you know, New York. Like you can't have that kind of relationship, and also like work in her business in PR in New York in itself. It's just like, it's a very tough world. And I think that your relationship has to be healthy enough to where you, when you come home, you feel good about yourself. You're bought up. And I don't think they were bringing each other up. I think they were like involved in that relationship too. Like it was, we truly were bringing out the worst in each other, sadly. Yeah. And like, it is not a one side. But their thing. hearts like, are so strong. Like, they totally. loved so strongly. We did. We loved just, very strongly. But at the same time, I brought out the bad in him and he brought out bad in me. And we just, we had this, I don't know, you know, in those relationships, sometimes you have that you just have this, like, you just bring out the fucking worst in <laughs> a person. Yeah. And it's like, it's, you bring out insecurities that haven't yeah. surfaced in years. You bring out hatred that hasn't surfaced in years. You bring out thoughts that you're, you get so into your own head. Yeah. And that's kind of and what happens. And you should want the other to like feel good. And I think you, you want to find a relationship too, where you're not that I have so much experience, but I think just a relationship where you want each other to feel good. You want to build the other person up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, that's the thing. Like, that's my thing too, is like when I was talking about like, watching in a room and watching the guy standing behind her and watching are his eyes twinkling because he's enjoying seeing her succeed yeah. or does he not have like he doesn't want oh. her to succeed if he can't succeed with her alexa i feel like you're incredibly wise and intuitive oh. because i okay right? so i read this fucking study and i know how much of a huge tool i am gonna sound like but i read this like article i think in the times or something it was a study about when we're most attractive to our partner. Someone, people send us all, like we get sent dating articles all the time. Oh, so I read so a lot of stuff Yeah. But uh, this article and this research study about when people are most attractive, like sexually attractive to their partners. Yeah. And uh, it's not when you're alone together in like a sexual situation. Right. It's when you're in public and you're watching your partner be their best self around other people. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I feel like that's the moment. And that's, but I think, such a great... he never liked that about me. And that's that was exa- the thing. Yeah. And I think he that's such a great sign. Like, you know, I think especially for women when there are expectations put on us to be whatever, like, dainty, yeah. sweet creatures, which less and less all the time. It's right. changing. Yeah, it's changing. We're the luckiest to be in our generation and not a couple generations ago, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. But I think that, like, it's, it's, uh, it's such a big thing when someone just wants you to be great. To do your thing. Yeah, to totally. Be your thing. But, like, that's where, like, the relationship I found myself in now, and you too, Alexa, yeah. is, like, I'm dating this guy who is just so... So lovely and wonderful and amazing. Yay. And he honestly, 
like loves it. <laughs> yeah. Like loves it. Thinks it's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is totally secure with himself. That yeah. He, oh my God. The first night we met, not the first, no, we met two years ago at a dinner. But then the first night we decided to make out and fall in love, <laughs> I literally looked at him and I go, I thank you. Well, he's British, right? And also I go, oh, I was so drunk and I feel so guilty I said this. I go, well, are you effeminate? I can't tell. And he like, <laughs> are you kidding? Like what a horrible, first of all, he's very manly. He's uh-huh. wonderful. It's just because he's British. And I think British, you know what I mean? They just sound softer. And so, yes, it's like a weird, I I know that's just me and me being from Mississippi and like a man is a man that farms and there's a boy and a man drives a truck and like, that's a man. I like, I don't know. I just think men are like, I'm a man. But, um, and the fact that he was literally like, oh, savvy. No, I'm not effeminate, but sure. Like he didn't, it didn't, it didn't even bother him. He thought it was hilarious. He was like, that's great. That's amazing. That there's a yeah. fucking green flag right there. We have someone that's living. Yes, there he we is go. confident. There's a green flag. Someone that is actually confident enough in themselves to not really give a shit what other people say. Have yep. you or think mm-hmm. or care? Yeah. Have y'all ever met a guy or met or met just a, a yeah met a guy? Is somebody that leading just, this podcast now? I know. I love it. Guys, <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> I've just. Have you ever met a guy that you've shaken hands with and and just kind of like. Just his demeanor gives you like a sense of security. Yes. Okay. Okay. I have. And he is. <laughs> I have. He's a slight bit younger. But I just remember like thinking I've like, he's so responsible. Like, and people talk about it. It's like, oh, he's so responsible. And I'm just like excited for him. He's doing like great things with his life right now. But I just remember thinking like green flag because I've never met anyone that made me feel so secure. So, and it wasn't because he was cool. It wasn't because he was like. You know, it wasn't like his where his job was or things like that. It was just his demeanor, the way he looked you in the eye, the way he handled conversations. It's that like big dick energy. Stability. Why big dick energy? Yes. It comes from the inside in a way. I mean, okay, this is so strange, but I've been thinking a lot about what I have a friend whose boyfriend, maybe let's just say I'm not the biggest fan of, and <laughs> I've been talking with some other, but whatever. I've been trying to think about what makes me like a friend's boyfriend. Like I met Kimmy's boyfriend and immediately liked him. Yeah. And yes. I think Kimmy, I'm really happy sign. for you. Yes. He's such a good human. But I did think you meet big... him on the dates? Yeah, he was date 13. So I met him very Shh. early. Yeah. Wait, did we talk about date 13? Uh, we didn't. No. Who did we talk? Okay, I... wait. Sorry. Keep going. I, I interrupted, think it but I do want to hear about that. Date 13. We should, we should do a re-release. But, um, but I feel like it's that thing of like, not trying too hard in any particular way, but also trying hard enough. You know, like looks you in the eye, right. makes an effort, asks you some questions, right? But like in a like the, in the, a sincere way. Yeah, it's there's so a hard difference to... because you can definitely kiss ass to someone and it not be sincere. Yeah, and that's where like that's where it comes. Like I I need a man. Look, I'm so social, so social. Yeah. You can handle and it. so I need a man that's like. I can throw into a damn room and he'll be fine. I don't need to babysit him. Mm-hmm. I was at dinner. I was at a lunch with my friend. Uh, I won't say her name, but we had a lovely lunch at Cafe Clover. So you know who you are. <laughs> um, she was talking about one of her exes and she was like, I literally had to babysit him all the time. She was like, I literally had to sit there and I'd go to a party and I would have anxiety about bringing him to a party because I knew that I was going to have to like consume, completely carry him around everywhere mm-hmm. and like trust me i love carrying people around like that but like 
that has to be exhausting. A hundred percent. When it's like obligation, you're not like showing someone off. You're not like when you generally want to introduce them to people and you're like so excited, but versus someone who you know can't thrive on their own. Well, also, I feel like it's a thing of like if you go into a party where someone doesn't know a lot of people, yeah, and you make 20 minutes of effort to introduce them to a couple people, then you should be able to walk away. And I feel like that's a big thing. Exactly. Like I had a a former and like, yeah, it's intimidating. Yeah. But also, you want someone who's confident enough to be like, I don't know, I found someone. We well, talked yeah. about some shit. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah, exactly. I'm like a freak of nature. Like, I've actually never, I don't know what it feels like to be shy. <laughs> like, I, I genuinely have no idea what it feels like. No, you? I, but no, <laughs> but you know when people, like, sometimes I feel nervous, but it goes away immediately. Like, I've never walked into a room and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'll make any friends. Like, no, I walk in a room and I'm like, new friends. <laughs> you know? And it's like, I don't know what that feels like, but I, I also have to be sympathetic to understand what it feels like. But there also has to be a sense of like, put your big boy pants on and goddamn talk to people. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I totally. was talking with a friend recently who's single and she was like, she was not like writing a list or manifesting a guy, but she was like, I just want someone who, this was her thing, her main thing, who I can bring to a party and leave them alone and they're, they can do their own thing. I was like, wow, it's so simple, but it means so much. Like we all want So that. much. Yeah. yeah. It's the best. It's I've only dated guys who have clung on to me in social situations. And yeah. I'm actually sh- like my my current boyfriend is, you know, we've been together for a billion years. Yeah. He's also coding ways He's to out put there coding. Simpsons <laughs> onto his iPad, which also you can just download. But he is recoding. Okay, we need to have conversations He's with him because I got a few shirts. Like, I'm also like obsessed to. with him because I sat there and go, what you doing? And he has these like massive three computer screens up. <laughs> Obviously, he's coding. I can see the codes. And I go, what you doing over there? And he's like, oh, well, you know, we're going to we're going to Tokyo. So I wanted to make sure that all the Simpsons episodes from our ser- what did he call our it? media ser- server, or our media oh. server are actually on the iPad. And I was like, God bless you. I, I also know that you could just download them. But OK, he's also, I think, just to paint a full picture, like a little bit high and wearing a shirt that has dumplings on it. <laughs> This is, this is his personal brand. It's good. It's good. But like, but like it's funny because he's very mellow. Like his energy is pretty mellow. But like when we go into social such I have social anxiety for sure. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I, get that from you. I, yeah, I, I see have. I in a small situation in three with three or four people. Because you're thriving. I feel, oh well, you I love a small with group, me. And I love brown water. So yes. but like <laughs> Yeah, there's a bear shit in the woods, everybody like, loves that brown water. <laughs> but at like a dinner party, I'm I'm great. I can talk. I know I can make conversation with anyone. But at a huge, like, bump in social situation, Mass. I get anxiety about that. And okay. that's something where, like, he's he's never really socially uncomfortable. Like, I think he just, he's from New York. And, like, it's it. just his, I don't know, his vibe is just like, uh-huh. he's just a fucking mellow. It, yeah. it, he never, I mean, he's never felt socially uncomfortable in his entire life. It's like, he just doesn't feel it. And so he sometimes, for me, will be like, go talk to people. Like, it's <laughs> fine don't need to like be next to me whatever and it's such a refreshing change to be on the other side of that because i think a lot of times men rely on the women in their lives to be their like social point of connection no but that's the way i think you know what i've always said about myself so i dated a guy that was going into politics like i am a king (laughs) i don't need to be the king but i will Mm. make you into a king and if you just let me do it you'll become a king (laughs) wait okay i know you're saying king like, 
king and queen. But for a while, I was hearing kink. Yeah. <laughs> like the kink maker? I wasn't sure the first time, too. So <laughs> king maker. Okay, y'all. Y'all are the worst. Really no, I love it. I mean, I think on that note, let's take a quick ad break. I don't think we're going to top king, kink maker in this episode. Um, we'll be back in a second. Hi, everyone. We're back with the Engel sisters, who honestly, the fact that you guys don't have your own reality show is a crime. Um, I really want to produce it. Guys, I could pitch it. it. I could package it. Like, I, we could, Kimmy and I could sell this. We thing, could, yeah, honestly. I work in TV. We could do it or hopefully have a full time. I intern in TV, but like, we could do this. We could do this. We Let's know the right it people. It'll be good. So, okay. Uh, we were talking offline a little bit about A, how I'm going to the Engel Christmas, mm-hmm. and B, honestly, and we are EX. What? C-I-C-E-D. <laughs> the bourbon. I was trying to smell excited and I fucked up. God, I mean, I'm going to show up. Me, the dog, and Jeff. Christmas oh, my God. Oh, yes. I kicked, I kicked the dog so out of the room. Sweet. She was being so annoying. So cute. Um, however, we were talking a little bit about Alexa's relish. Okay. This is my first relationship ever. I, I should I say? I don't know if I should say my age. Um, <laughs> for that notice. I don't know. I feel like in college... I have a lot going on, narking out. <laughs> I um, there was a lot of there were like crises, I suppose. And then I got to, I like kept going further in school, and I don't know why. I felt like I used to look at people going on dates, and I I would just look and be like, that looks exhausting. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd I mean, rather just like meet someone out in the bar, like yeah. meet someone out, which is which is fair. But I I feel like then I guess here comes 2018, <laughs> fresh new year. Well, and, firstly, um, I think so many of our listeners feel like, like, I feel yeah. like people find this podcast because they like, they're like, I don't want to date. Yeah. Dating sounds awful. It sounds And exhausting. Kimmy Dewar- did it, threw herself in the lion's den. Yeah, because I also yes. hadn't been in like- Is that a- what this 13 dates means? Is that what we're- Yeah. Basically, I was in the same boat. I'd had like a brief relationship in college that wasn't really real. And then like a bunch of half relationships in New York, but I was never dating. Like my second online date, I like- casually dated that guy for fucking far too long it was terrible wreaked havoc on my brain he didn't (laughs) want to be with me ever uh but I was just I don't know I felt kind of similarly like why would I waste my time but I wasn't meeting people out as often as I would like to and so I was like let me actually my therapist was like people in New York date you know like they go on dates you should go on like a hundred dates I was like fuck that but let's cut it in half and we'll try to make it a project (laughs) and I'm like (laughs) yeah wait do you know what my therapist tells me so my therapist is awesome. He's pretty cool. We fight a lot because we don't see eye to eye, but I think he's right. I really do want to meet him. <sighs> um, and the thing is, is that my therapist always tells us, so like when I first broke up with my ex the first time, I was trying to go on dates and he goes, Savannah, I just need you to show 1%. 1% of your personality. <laughs> so now that's a running fucking joke that I should only show 1%. I don't agree. I don't agree. Don't agree. Who is, so I don't agree. Like, there's no way I can hide this. What, I'm going to be a mute? Oh, my God. <laughs> you can't keep my mouth shut for you two cannot, seconds. You can't cage this. Also, like we were saying earlier, I just think you want the person who loves the 100%. Yeah. Yep. Like, right? sweet, sweet it new is. boyfriend. I'm trying not to say and people's names. She yeah. has had people in the past that have. I met one or two. Yes, yes. Who, and they did care about me. Yeah, they did. And you can the see C it. one. You see all and the of the P those. one. Yes. <laughs> and the uh, J one. There was one. one. There was a T one. That helped tea. us move your stuff. It was Which in college. Was tea? <gasps> the tea. The tea was the so tea good. The tea was great. That was my first <laughs> experience of being like that one. Guys, I, that's a win. I'm so just 
distressed that we haven't been having video of this whole thing. I want to see your faces. I want all of it. Um, it's good it's good okay so alexa you met this guy so i i I met this guy um and and this is after i've done my first like bumble adventure because that was my thing it was like okay so even if i don't meet any anyone on bumble i need to like practice having dates like having one-on-one conversations where i'm not because i'm one of those i'm kind of like savannah's like if i'm in a in a bar in a place i am gonna hop around the whole i can't sit down at a table at a bar in Jackson, Mississippi. And if you have, yeah, I, it's not my forte. So <laughs> I was kind of, um, I just kind of realized it was like, well, even if you don't find someone on Bumble, find someone, it's like, you need to start practicing because I had really never just made the effort to kind of like start dating. And I was 28 when I signed up for Bumble, which I didn't, now looking at it, it was funny because like when I was like 22, 23, 24, I was like, oh my God, I've never had a serious relationship. Like I don't have time for that. But then, like, you hit, like, eight, and you're like, does this say something about me? Yep. 100%. <laughs> what is, like, if you tell someone that, they're like, like, now I look at it back, and I'm like, mm, like, what does that mean? Like, no one ever, but it really was me, like, running away from it. Yeah. You know, it wasn't the fact, like, I think I'm dateable. I've now, I've now confirmed that I'm dateable. I think you have as well. Exactly. <laughs> like, yes. And so, I just, but that was one thing, is, like, I never felt like, I, I just kind of like went away and I just, I don't know. I ran from it. Anyway, so meet this guy. Um, and oh gosh, what if, okay. So he, You're um, fun. I, <laughs> I met Jesus. him. He wasn't, I guess he, he, I suppose he wasn't what like my regular person that I would, I would go for, but he was so sweet and so kind. And then I went, um, I went on this first date with him and y'all like my, my heart started beating faster. And I was like, what is, like, is it chemical? Like, I don't understand. Like, what's going on? I've only known this guy for a little bit. And so my heart started being faster when I was around him and I would get but that's excited. that's happened to me. Have you ever had your heart beat faster? I, I, okay. But well, I'm also I went through this phase where it never days. happened. I, I have, I had specific feelings. Yeah. I, I, I buy that. Yeah. Not necessarily, like, I didn't have that physical reaction yeah. but i did have that thing where i was just like you are different yeah, yeah something yeah. is different mm-hmm. like i'm not and part of it was like not being a neurotic mess right exactly where I was like, <laughs> i'm not really, i'm in a stable point in my yeah, life here we are like, i'm not really worried about you texting me back because i know you're gonna text me back and it's gonna exactly. be normal and like yeah, we're gonna it's communicate fine. like humans and there's not gonna be games right yeah right 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 so that was something that has been lovely and i think i y'all i just didn't know like he's got such a big heart and he's so wonderful. He's so, he blatantly packed me to get on the plane today. Like, he oh, was like, Alexa, oh. do you need this? Do you need this? Like, get out of bed. Like, the second I, like, woke up and I was like, mm, light. I don't like it. Where are my blackout curtains? And um, <laughs> they were open slightly and it was just bane of my existence. Um, so he's wonderful. Um, he's got the biggest. And also, like, you can see he's a, he's a, a kid. He's a kid of five, like family of five or five, uh, four brothers and sisters. And um, so he's kind of the one that, like, calls, like, talks to his mom. And, mm. like, they'll have, like, hour-long conversations. And not in a way. It's just, like, he's making sure everything's okay. Mm. Like, he's just got the big heart. And he's just like, yeah, I just want to take care of the people that I love. You know, take care yeah. of the people that I care about. So I feel They're like not to force my this theme too much. But I feel like that's a lot of green flags. Where yes. you're, like, you're Lots good to green. your family. Like, w- tell me what you think they are. Exactly. The green flags. Oh, the green like, flags of him? Oh, He's yeah. Good to, his good to his family. He takes care of you. Takes care of me. Also, when we're at a bar and I want to, like, flit off because I can't stand in one place, does it phase mm. Loves it. He's like, you go off. He, he said that to me. It was like, because I would, because I was kind of, like, seeing someone before a little. 
who I felt like I did. I had to fake you a little bit. And and he was like, Alexa, go off, do your own thing. I got my guys. I'm fine. You know, and and that's another green flag. Just someone who feels comfortable enough and like wants me to go out and like flit around and spread my wings. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else? He just he says this. He's like, I just want to help you out. I'm always trying to help you out. And I'm like, where does this heart like where do you store it? You know, like how big <laughs> is it? It's so that's so sweet. Where do you store it? Oh. If you guys could say one like com- like the the most common red flag and the most ideal green flag that you see. And am I trying to shoehorn this theme in really hard? Yes, I, I love am. it. I love it. Whatever. So my most common, I feel like, is because you know what? I have a personality where the man that I'm dating immediately falls very, very heavily into me. Mm-hmm. Because it's like this personality that's fun. The thing is when you notice that personality, eventually you realize you don't want that personality. Like I don't I know this is really sad, but like I don't know if people realize that they can't they don't really want to live with me day to day at that point. And mm-hmm. the things but that like they used just to love become annoying. Like they become they're so they're just infatuated. And yes. like I've seen, but I've had that with that. every relationship. It's everybody's like, Oh, you always move so fast. Like that's my red flag. I mean, like, for example, my new boyfriend, yes, he became infatuated, but it was different. But like most of them, my red flag probably is like too strong, too fast, too heavy, which for me, I have no idea how to fight that because that's how every relationship I've ever been in has been. But and I, but as I've gotten older, I, I do think it is a red flag. I mean, that's infatuation. That's mm-hmm. not yeah. anything more. It's not yeah. something that you're building on totally. with experiences totally. and learning things about each other. Totally. So what's the counterpoint? What's the green flag? That like that that um makes that I don't know. Obviously I think there's some the level biggest of green flag. No, there are green flags. The biggest level of green flag is complete honesty. For me, whenever you're dating me or whenever you're starting to date me, there is no like this isn't my personality. It is like full fledged <laughs> I'm not showing you 1%. I'm not showing you 99.9. Like, I am, that is one thing. So it's not like I'm hiding anything, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it's that person that can actually get it. Like, the three most positive relationships I've ever had were honest about their issues with my personality or honest about my behavior like they were like this makes me feel this way and i said well this makes me feel this way those those types of vulnerability and that type of like conversation is a fucking green flag yeah you know yeah, yeah. even Sorry, like I'm when you can be the booze well, when you well, can be honest with another person like when i can be myself around someone is a big green flag because yeah and, and i'm like, not sometimes Exactly. Sometimes myself is like actually quite quiet and chill and like the Savannah show isn't always on. (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) fair. No. Yeah. And you want someone who, I don't know, I think ultimately you want someone who thinks you at 100% is fucking amazing. Yeah, right. Exactly. You don't want someone who's like, oh, I love you, but I wish you were at 75% all the time. So many people like think that way, right? It's like, but... Or it's like, maybe I can change her. Like, you can't change me. It's just you like can't. you can't change a man. But you, you don't right? really like, want Right? Like, leopards don't change their spots, y'all. Those <laughs> spots are there. It's they true. grow out of follicles. They don't leave. Completely. <laughs> it's genetic. Yeah. Right, Alexa? Don't you agree? I agree. I agree. Alexa, do you have... What's your, what's your most common red flag and the antidote green flag? Oh, gosh. Okay. So, my most common red flag 
But uh, like these are, I guess it's a kind of easy one. Also, I'm very new to relationships and things like that. But I think, I think someone who like doesn't look you in the eye when they're talking to you, mm. like, and I've met someone like Savannah's, like some of Savannah's boyfriend, people that are dating, the ones that like look at me when they meet me, they look at me and they're talking to me. Mm. A lot of times in New York, you get those guys that are like their eyes are wandering. They're not really into the conversation. But that's anywhere too. It is, but it's not. Yeah, it's not just New York. But you can notice in a person someone who feels like who's invested in the conversation. And granted, I'm sure I do that to people sometimes. But at the same time, it's like when it's someone in your life that you care about, you should be invested in the conversation. And so, and or when you when you vet someone, you know, you've gone on like two dates and they're still like just not really always there. They're too focused on the world around them. And if they can like bring you into this shell and make you feel like they're talking to you only, although there are some people that can do that like without a hitch and it's, you know, um, I mean, not real. Also a sociopath. Yeah. So there's always that. But I think that's my green, that's my red green flag. It's like someone who's focused on the conversation makes you feel important and in a, in a genuine way, not so much as a sociopathic way. Yeah. <laughs> can also I mean, and y'all, like, there's no, like, key to dating, right? Like, it is a fucking, like, well, that world fucked up. Maybe tornado. that one will work out. Maybe yeah. that one fucked up. Maybe that one will work out. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just, it's I mean, you know what, da- hair, back to Daddy Engel. Let me tell you what he always says. Always says. Men are like buses. So good. You miss one, another will be around the corner to pick you up. Yep. You it's know, great. you remember that? That's great. Oh, that I is love oh. that. <laughs> Daddy Angle. Angle, men are buses. <laughs> Something is. we talk about a lot on this podcast is like, Kimmy and I both have this feeling of like, neither of us believe soulmates exist. Mm. I think there are thousands of people we could be deeply yes. I, I kind of agree. And I so agree like, that. you should not try to force something into existence. You shouldn't try to like justify these reasons things are right. Whatever. It, it, truly, the next bus will come. Buses yeah. come. You and learn something is, on every bus. That you is see what a piece Daddy Engel tells both of us. Turd yeah. on the floor of one bus, and you know, like the next bus I want, I don't want there to be any fucking turds. Hundred yeah. percent. And literally zero definition. at Daddy Engel. Um, <laughs> no, but literally, <laughs> I have built a social Plug. media. But no, he. That's what he always tells me. And Alexa goes, Savannah, why are you upset? Yeah. But men are buses. You miss one. There's, <laughs> there's another, another one in three minutes. And it's, that's the thing. And you can't true. be mad it, about the bus you missed or whatever, like, to get exactly. rid of no. Because that's and a waste I of wish, your time. Oh, my God. I wish so badly I could tell my 21-year-old self that was like, he does not like you. Ignore <laughs> it and move on. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, why doesn't he like me? It's because he doesn't. But, like, there's going to be some. There are 9 million or maybe 8 million. I don't know the number. People in this city alone. That is just New York City. The world is massive. It's just so stupid to say. And I came to this, like, coming. Like, I've been in some bad relationships. I've been single for a long time. Other things happen. I've been in really tortured situations. And I've had some very, very harrowing relationships. The thing is, is that what it comes down to is that, like, you're going to be fine. Yeah. If you want to be in a relationship and you want to find something healthy and happy, it's going to happen. People, when, you know, I freak out, I'm like, oh, I'm going to turn up into one of those fashion bitches who's alone, only has their career or things. I hate to say this and I hope nobody's listening, but like, (laughs) that's a choice sometimes. Not always, right? There are tons of terrible men and you got to kiss a lot of frogs. But like, if you're 50 and you're still alone and you're yearning for a child, like that, that was a choice in a way. Right? Yeah. I mean, I think. I, I kind know. of maybe think so because I made the choice to maybe go on more dates and 
Alaska. Right. Maybe that's yeah. like a yeah. super horrible way to say that. And maybe that is exceptionally insensitive. No. Or just to like have an, if you, if you, some of those ladies like have, may have not had that awareness of like what they want in a relationship, what they need, and they're focused on the wrong thing. So totally. you also have to be surrounded by like good girlfriends that are going to tell you totally. and you share experiences. You don't just like shut down. Yeah. You, you have to like open yourself up, self up to new experiences, new relationships, and kind of investigating what you like. And I think that like introspection of learning your way through it, you know, and totally. it's just, yeah. And pushing yourself. I mean, Katie, who was one of our guest daters, had not like was feeling like she was going to die alone forever. <laughs> and she had not been on a date in years. And right. I was like, go on dates. She met Get her up. boyfriend who is so lovely, the best human dating for this podcast after five dates. And it literally was a situation where I was like, you have to put yourself yeah. in the right scenario. You do. And like, there's more to it. Obviously, There's more. Look, it it there is, but you have to be. If you think, what did, what did somebody say? Um, my mom always said, her therapist said this. She goes, she goes, you'll never meet anyone on your couch. Totally. <laughs> like, I know that is the most simple thing, but you <laughs> will be like a plaque isn't that, somewhere. I agree. Isn't that true? That's, That's what true. she said, yeah, right? Yeah. You need and a needlepoint pillow. You're for never your couch. gonna right. meet anybody on your couch. The only way you can meet people is to get out there, go be social. I don't care that it's Friday night and it's raining. Mm-hmm. Get out there. Mom prayed. <laughs> she always says it. She's like, I pray. No, 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 don't bring the religion stuff in. <laughs> For uh, nine months that we wouldn't be. No, y'all take that out. Y'all take that okay, out. Okay. All right. No religion. Okay. I mean, hey, I don't. Mom says it not stop. I don't think there's anything wrong with praying. However, me either. I love Jesus. I, it's all good to to be whatever. What she wanted us to be extroverts, sure. essentially. Well, you know what? She it hoped worked. for nine months. She hoped for nine months that we would be extroverts. And, and she, she prayed. Won. No, she prayed. Okay. I guess we can say that. <laughs> Our mothers, to explain our mother, I mean, my mother is such a sweet Southern Baptist woman. Um, She prayed every day that Alexa and I would not be introverts, and she says that we're a trick that God played on her. (laughs) What are you talking about? I think she got exactly what she prayed for. She is. She does not say that. No. Well, guys, on that note, you have been amazing. Lord. We're missing missing Kimmy in person. Alexa, especially if you move here. Can we do a holiday episode when Kimmy's here for the holidays? Yes, please. All four of us are in person together. Hot diggity it. damn. Yeah. I'll <laughs> be back it, soon for it. a little chunk of time. This was so fun. Thank you both so much. I'm just like, I feel like I just listened to a great podcast because I was just listening <laughs> to you. It because so there was fun. literally Alexa and I talking this hard. <laughs> like, 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 I'm, 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 I know everyone's going to be like, we want their podcast all the time. And we'll be like, okay. No. <laughs> Literally, or, or, or the we fans, or we lose our fans. We just, uh, or we lose our we fans. What if they only liked us like we were funny and drunker? No, <laughs> we're pretty drunk. I think you're perfect. Tell, tell them where they can find you on social, et cetera, uh, if you want to. Mine, well, okay, two places. <laughs> so it's at Savannah Ingle, underscore Ingle, A N G E L. And then Savannah Ingle PR. Please give me some follows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to follow you right now. Alexa, do you want to shout it out? No oh pressure to I don't. No, you're Alexa L. Ingle. Alexa you're a L. Loser. Ingle. I check it once a week. <laughs> she's a, a week. loser. Okay. Don't shout out me. I'm not yeah, worth or it. Or she's evolved. 
Um, guys, you can find us at 51 First Dates Pod. You can email us your worst first date for stories, your questions, your thoughts, your comments, your feelings at 51 First Dates Pod at gmail.com. And we're open for questions if you want some terrible advice. <laughs> it's that. Send us for our for our holiday episode. Maybe this will be my version of spending Christmas with our family. For our holiday episode, we want the angles back. Wait, should we do it? Could we do it from Mississippi? That would be great. Like, <laughs> oh my God, can we have Daddy and Mom? It depends on the Wi Fi. I want to hear from Daddy and Mom. Oh my God. Oh, that would be amazing. Guys. Mom and Dad. And hearing oh, Mom and Dad dating stories oh, is stunning. Oh my Lord. I want to hear how they met. I want to hear about their oh first Oh my God, their story so is great. so good. It's so you good. You know what we should do? You guys should record on your phone their first date story and send it But in. they we both send it different and it's so yes. funny. No, it's so great. Okay, like, so people great. will be upset. So everyone tune in for that. We cannot <laughs> wait. Um, join our secret Facebook group. Rate, subscribe, review. Kimmy, did I miss anything? No, but keep reviewing. Keep following us. We need we need likes, too. Thank you so much to everyone who does that. And we love you so much. And Savannah and Alexa, you fucking rule. Thank you. Happy to be here. And as y'all. always, friends, go on a date. Go on a date. <laughs> or a bus. Or a bus. Or a bus. Or a bus.